0: The voices in my head, I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside, I am light, I am light. Hmm.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Being Inspired. I'm Amanda Johnson, your host, and I am so honored for you to be dropping in with me today to see what might come through me, to see what might come through you, to feel in and hear what it is you are meant to hear, what you are meant to be inspired by, so that we can continue the ripple effects in the world, so that we might take what we are learning and bring it to others as a gift. That is my intention with this show. That is my intention for everything that I create. How might I take my lessons, my experiences, learn from them, grow from them, and share them so that they might be a gift to someone else? So I invite you to do the same in your own life and in whatever way that looks to you. There's been a very strong calling for me recently to look at something in my life, to look at a theme that has been coming up and to really sink into it And that is what I want to share with you today. There's this idea of letting go. This idea of dying unto ourselves so that we can be born again. And I'm learning more and more about these ideas very recently. This is not a new concept to me. This is probably not a new concept to you. And yet, I am learning new things about it. I am learning that it's not a surprise that we fear death and that we are asked to die unto ourselves so that we can be born again over and over and over again. And it's no surprise that we resist that, because it's uncomfortable, it's scary. So that's what I want to look at today. That's what I want to examine and that's what I want to share with you. How has this been coming up in my life? And perhaps you might see something that I say, reflected back to you, where it's showing up in your own life. The details may be different, but perhaps something that I say resonates. Something that I'm experiencing might look familiar or sound familiar. And so this is simply an invitation for you to then see where this might be occurring in your life. Where might this pattern be showing up? Where might this fear be? So When I thought of this idea of letting go, it was very obvious that I'm needing to talk about my relationship, my romantic relationship with my partner of more than two and a half years. And this idea of not clinging so tightly, this idea of letting go, and this idea of dying unto myself so that I can be born again in this relationship. And the first thing I want to say about that is, I know in my own life, and maybe you feel the same way, it is so easy for us to think of letting go in terms of letting go of that other thing. For example, letting go of a relationship. Letting go of this other person. Letting go of our current environment. Letting go of these external things. It's not necessarily easy to do that, but I think it is easy to think of letting go in that context. That's what's coming up for me, is how often that is where I have seen the letting go or where I have believed the letting go lives. That it is my duty to let go of that Person, that thing, that experience, that relationship. But as I have been examining my relationship more closely over the past even few days, I'm starting to get a different experience of letting go. I'm starting to get this experience of. Letting go of my own addiction. Letting go of my own pattern. It's not necessarily letting go of him or the relationship. I am not a fortune teller, so I do not know what is yet to come. But in this moment, I do not feel that is what I'm being called to let go of. What I am being called to let go of is my addiction to the relationship. So what came up for me recently was this me noticing through a sequence of events that I don't think is necessary to go into detail, but through this sequence of events, I was asked to examine a wound of mine, something that's very painful to me and in so exploring this wound of not feeling seen or heard. I also discovered a wound of not being needed, of no longer needing to be the one to take care of him. And through this discovery, because I was curious, I was curious about the pain I was feeling. I was curious why I was being so triggered So that's where we start to reveal these truths, is through the curiosity. It's through the pain, the triggers, the suffering, that we can reveal our truths, the treasures, where we are being asked to be reborn. And so as I was feeling this pain, this jealousy, this discomfort of not knowing where our relationship might be going of not knowing what his experience is currently in our relationship. As I sat in that discomfort, what I noticed was I all of a sudden felt as if I no longer needed to take care of him. I no longer could take care of him. Now I'll add a little background here, which is I have co-created a relationship, a dynamic that I've had probably most of my life where I attract people to me who let me take care of them. Because I have this story somewhere that that is my job, that I take care of others. And that works because I attract people to me who let me do that. And so in relationship, we perpetuate this cycle. He is looking for someone to take care of him, and then I play that role. And then by me taking care of him, he continues to need that, and we perpetuate the cycle. Now, I also want to say that I love my partner deeply, and I know on a conscious level that he does not need to be taken care of, He is a grown man. He is fully capable. I know these things about him. But my pattern, my habits, my addiction, my drug of choice is to take care of him. To think subconsciously, unconsciously often that he is incapable and therefore I need to step in. And I perpetuate the cycle. So as I was noticing this coming up in all of my pain and realizing that I was so afraid to let go, and again, not necessarily let go of him, but to let go of my clinging to this relationship, my need to take care of him, I noticed that I was afraid to do that. I was afraid. I didn't think it was safe to let go because I was afraid if I were to let go, I would lose him. And so maybe that resonates with you. Maybe there's something in your life that you think, well, if I let go of this thing, whether or not that's a person, maybe that's a belief, it's an identity, but if I let go, I'll lose it, or I will lose something. But that felt very true for me, that if I were to let go, then I would lose him. But what I am learning As I continued then to explore this idea, because as A Course in Miracles says, nothing real can be lost or threatened. Nothing real can be threatened. And I interpret that to mean lost. So whatever is real in my relationship cannot be lost, even if I let go. So as I leaned into that, it didn't, you know, resolve things immediately. But what it did was it gave me, um, it, it developed a little crack, right? So I experienced a crack where I could explore a little further. So now I'm noticing that I have this need to take care of him that was probably more unconscious than I realized, and then through other discussions and, and reflections, I started to see that this, this is an addiction of mine because not only am I a, do I believe I need to take care of him, that's just one way this plays out in my life. But what I noticed was how addicted I am to his journey more than to my own. How often I would look at, what's going on in his life and how am i reacting to it how often i would examine my relationship with him to see what's working and what's not how often i would explore the feelings i'm having and any time i experienced discomfort in my relationship with him i would i would cling even tighter So that might mean that when I was feeling uncomfortable, I would send him multiple messages. And why was I doing that? It's because I felt as if I was losing him or I felt as if as I was loosening my grip, it was something was falling away and I was scared. So I would go back to my drug of choice, go back to that thing that helped me feel better immediately, that immediate instant gratification. And so I would send him three text messages just to make sure I didn't lose it, that I didn't lose my grip. But what I am doing in those moments is I am perpetuating this cycle. I am perpetuating my addiction to cling on to him so that I don't have to I don't have to pay attention to my own journey. So let me explain this a bit more. There were all of these things that were coming up for me. First, I was starting to see that I had this need to take care of him, this unconscious need. And when I felt that was no longer needed of me, I got scared because I thought, oh my goodness, now I will lose him. And so as I started to attempt to loosen my grip, as I was being asked to give him space, as I was being offered the opportunity to have space from taking care of him, I found myself falling back into old habits, old patterns, this drug of choice, which was to keep clinging to him, to spend all of my energy thinking about him, talking about him. And when I was asked by a very, very wise friend of mine, what is the worst thing that would happen if I were to let go? And again, this does not necessarily mean letting go of him. This means letting go of my need to be obsessed with him, of my need to focus on him, on my need to... Have him dependent on me. So she said, what is the worst thing that could happen if you let go? And when I felt into that question, I felt an extreme amount of sadness wash over me. As the answer came from within, the worst thing that would happen is that I would no longer have any excuses. I would no longer have someone else to cling to. I would no longer have someone else's life to distract me from living my own. I would actually have to get up and do the thing I am here and meant to do. And that can be terrifying. Because it can be so easy to distract ourselves. And I found that I was distracting myself with my relationship. I was distracting myself with his journey. And playing a supporting role in it. Thinking it was somehow my my role, my job, to help him, to take care of him, to make sure he's okay. But by doing that, by being addicted to that, by distracting myself with that, I'm keeping myself from having to do that for myself. I distracted myself from being the starring role in my own life, to use a metaphor another good friend just gave me today. I was distracting myself from having to actually be responsible for my journey. And as my friend then asked me, what is the best thing that could happen if you were to let go? my inner voice within answered joyfully that I could give him the opportunity to shine brighter, that I could shine brighter, that I could go out and create what it is that I am here to create So when I look at letting go in this moment, I do not believe I'm being asked to let go of somebody or something outside of myself. Because so often it is the thing within us that we are holding onto so tightly that needs a funeral, that needs to be put down, that we need to let go of so that we can be born again within. And so for me, in this moment, I am being asked to let go of that addiction to putting my nose in his business, to distracting myself with his journey. I am being asked to let go of the need to be needed, of the need to take care of somebody else other than me. I'm being asked to let go of the need to be seen and heard from him and instead do the work I'm meant to do in this world so that I can see and hear myself. So that is what I am letting go of. That is what I am committed to letting go of. I am committed to letting go of that part of myself that has been clinging so tightly to this distraction. And in so doing, I clear the space for me to grow into my power. To continue to do that which I am here to do. And I create the space for him to do the same should he choose to. But I don't get to cling to that either. Because that is his choice. I get to let go of that as well. And I am not suggesting this is easy I've spent the last few days in it, and it's not. And this is one of many, many layers of letting go that I have been through. I've let go of judgments. I've let go of identities. I've let go of limiting beliefs. I've let go of material possessions. Each level of letting go asks us to go a little deeper and a little deeper. And it's never, there's nothing too small to let go of. And there's ultimately nothing too big to let go of either. But this is what I'm being called to let go of in this moment. And it's scary. And I sense the fear. I've identified the fear. And once I faced the fear, I was then able to see how there's actually no power in that fear because nothing real can be threatened. And nothing unreal exists, says A Course in Miracles. So when we face the fear, why are we afraid to let go? What is the worst thing that can happen if we let go? Answer that question for yourself. Face the fear of it and then see if you have the courage to let it go anyway knowing that nothing real can be threatened. So that is my invitation to you. What in your life is being asked to be let go of? And let me say it more this way. What inside of you is being asked to be let go of? Your life, your external circumstances are merely a mirror for you. That person in your life, that job in your life, that experience in your life, those external circumstances are merely reflecting back to you what is within you that you need to let go of. So, there's no need to jump to the conclusion that that thing outside needs to be let go of. It may, I'm not saying it doesn't, but start within first. What is that outside of you telling you about yourself, teaching you about yourself, reflecting back to you? Start there. Because when we start within, then the external will meet us where we are. And we won't have to do anything. Things will either fall away or lift up to meet us. And so that is your invitation today. That is my invitation to you. And... It's not always going to feel comfortable. So what is just a baby step? What is one small thing you can do today? For me, it is committing to feeling into when I have that discomfort arise in my system that I am no longer needed or I can no longer take care of him. Or I'm feeling separation from him. Rather than turning all of my energy toward that. I'm going to feel into, is there, first of all, anything that I can say that will serve both him and I? And if the answer is no to either one, then I don't need to say it. And, if it's something I need to get up and out, I will write about it. And, I will keep practicing staying on my own mat and being the starring role in my journey rather than a supporting role in his. So that's what I have for you today. Letting go gives room for new life, new creation within us. And it is by letting these parts of ourselves die that we can be born again, time after time after time. Thank you so much for listening. It is such an honor to share my experiences, my lessons, my journey with you. It is my intention that it serve as an inspiration and that we then continue to spread the inspiration and bring it into those lives that you touch. So with that, I send you off with many blessings.